Hey, party people. It's D here. Welcome to another fine episode of the Under Review Show. It is, uh, it is early in the week, therefore the Aftermath podcast episode is what you'll be listening to. What is the Aftermath, you may ask? Well, if you don't listen, like the thousands of people a month that listen already, we talk a little bit about what happened on the weekend, and uh, or no, the, week, the week that was um, in sports betting, mainly what we did. Good, bad, ugly. And then we talk about what we're going to do. Good, bad, ugly. Leading up uh, to the week that's coming up right now. So, uh, of course, if, if you're listening to this, you're obviously on some sort of device or some sort of electronic audio machine. Um, if you're there, why don't you do us a little favor? Hit the old subscribe button for the end of review show. We're available on Spotify. We're available on, uh, on, the, on the iTunes I believe it's pronounced, as well as we're on Podcast One. Uh, we're freaking everywhere. Just look for us. It's it's the best betting show ever, and you just need to subscribe to it, and then it'll drop these little nuggets in your inbox every time we freaking do one. Uh, of course, I'm D. I'm here to uh, take you along this journey. Um, joining me, as he does every single week, is Mr. Eric Rosenthal, um, our resident um, betting aficionado. Eric, welcome back to the program, sir. It is good to be back. I uh, did a lot of betting this weekend and, and uh, have a lot of betting to do. So I'm excited to talk about what we're going to bet on. Uh, oh, bet on and what we're about to bet on. Yeah, man, we're going to talk about a few, uh, you know, a few um, topical, newsworthy Jimmy jams. Um, but tell me, uh, you had any big wins this weekend? What happened? What, what went down? What were you? What were you getting after? I know you get after everything, but what were you getting after? What were you I, mostly excited I about? Everything. From the XFL to yeah. uh, a little pol- politics betting uh, that, that they have on Bet Online, uh, I was betting on uh, the Alabama primary and, and other random stuff on Super Tuesday. So um, throwing in XFL bets and betting on politics, it's uh, it's a fun time. Yeah, Super Tuesday was a big deal. Hey, there was a lot of surprises there. Um, uh, of course, folks, we get our odds from um, the good people at BetOnline.ag. That's where uh, we find most of, uh, well, find everything, and they're they're, they're nice enough to uh, help us out and give us the kind of the, the the inside skinny on some things that are happening. They always offer us uh, the best odds, and they'll even put up odds for us if we uh, if we feel like there's an opportunity out there. How'd you do on the primary? Uh, anything? Any big surprises, or did you did you see some opportunity there? I know that Biden in the South just like crushed it a little bit. You know, um, he made. Uh, he made some strength because it, it's just the Bernie show in the in the media and the news for the last like couple of weeks. He's had such crazy momentum, yet um, it looks like he you know he made some huge strides in uh, in the in the South during Super Tuesday. Yeah, I, I took some Bernie losses. I, I bought into the hype, bought into the momentum. Uh, you know, I had a winning some states, but I I was really confident in Joe Biden in Alabama. I don't know why, but Felt strong on that one, so locked that in. Um, one Bernie in California, so it was still positive, uh, even though I, I lost some bets where I thought Bernie was going to win, but uh, Biden wound up taking even Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren's home state. So it was uh, took some losses, but overall another uh, successful uh, gambling adventure, I'd like to say, yeah. uh, betting on politics. Well, um, yeah, right now, it, Joe Biden just absolutely like rocketed to the favorite to take the Democratic nominee for the presidential election um, at minus 450 now. Like, Bernie's got some plus 400 value there. And I know he, ta- he took the big states, he takes the big boys, um, but it doesn't bode well. I think, like, overall, it's just saying the sentiment um, right now, especially 
on Super Tuesday because, I mean, there are some of the big juggernauts, the Texas's and the Californias there. And then Biden has, uh, he's got, he's still got the stranglehold and the, and the, the party's behind him. Um, and so, you know, right now, Biden actually, his odds for the presidential election win has, have gone up to plus 150 as well. Donald Trump's still a favorite at minus 160, but Biden's sitting at plus 150 now. As this gets closer and he gets his momentum going, holy crap, I don't know what that line's going to look like. But uh, if you're looking at Joe Biden value, if you think the Dems are going to upset, you're not going to get it any better than now. He's at plus 150 and minus 450 for the uh, nominee, which is basically... I mean, I know where you. I don't care where you look or where your uh, your political like you know newsreel comes from. The real odds, the real idea, and 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 you know advice you can get is just from the the line, because the money don't lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's the no politics. There's no politics in a book making money off Joe Biden for the nominee, <laughs> right? There's no politics in it. It's like this is what it's going to be. And uh, it's far more accurate than anything you're going to get there. Uh, very interesting, though. It was it was definitely uh, maybe not a shocker, but I think for a lot of people, um, seeing what Bernie's doing, um, what Bernie was doing, everyone thought it was uh, it was his to lose, but he ended up losing it. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it was. In the, in the famous words of J.R. Smith, who uh, apparently may be headed to the Lakers, uh, "Men lie, women lie, money don't." So yeah, money don't lie. That's the truth. Don't lie. Um, yeah. And I always like it, you know, cause with sports and stuff, there's so much analysis and there's over analysis, the paralysis by analysis, right. Um, that they always talk about. Um, but there's sometimes it just, there's so much truth in a, in a line. Um, mostly when it's not sports, but it's just because it doesn't matter. You know, the, the, anything you have in your opinions don't matter when the line comes out there. But, um, you know, that's what happens is Bloomberg, Bloomberg's ended his campaign. He's endorsed Biden. Biden wins a couple of Southern states, giving him a little bit of extra oomph. And guess what? Big time favorite. And uh, there you go. You might as well crown him the nominee now. Although he's going to get slaughtered in a debate because he just can't talk good, which sucks. Um, well, well, we'll worry about talking good later. That, that's not important right now. Yeah, it's very true. Let's let's just maybe we'll, we'll just bring him on the podcast. Maybe I, I would love for him to come on the podcast. Um, he's a great uh, orator, though. Like, or not great, but he's a good orator. I like that. But he's just—he don't talk no. You know, there's some guys like I'd love to see Buttigieg go up against Trump, and that guy's just—he's a wordsmith. He would just run circle. It would be funny. It would be like he would absolutely decimate him. I think Bernie would just crush him too, just because he's just so matter of fact. But Biden gets all caught. He's like kind of old, and he's like sort of like Grandpa from The Simpsons a little bit. You know, old man yells at cloud. That's what I feel like a little bit out of the guy. Um, well, but we'll see. We've got plenty of time. Plenty of time for him to uh, sharpen his debate skills. Hey, um, XFL, you said you're betting on that. Um, it hasn't had the meteoric, absolute, complete and utter like tanking that um, it did last time and that the USFL, VLLL League did earlier this season. Where, where, what, what's going on with the XFL? Is it like I'm the fo- I watch the football. The quality's not not very good. What are they doing right this time around to stick around for four weeks instead of just you know packing it in? Uh, I love the interviews with the players. Those are fun. You know the, the live interviews, the double forward passes when those happen are pretty cool. Yeah, that was a weird. That uh, was a crazy thing going on there. Yeah, uh, unclear in general, but it's football. You could bet on it, and that's all I really needed to know. <laughs> uh, they had to meet either way. 
Yeah. So um, I, I had a little bet on the uh, on the Vipers. They shut out the defenders 25-0. So uh, that felt good. Why did I bet on them? No real reason. Yeah. You know, I read some things online that said they were going to win. They did. 25 nothing. Vipers are just, about that. you know, they're they're a uh, it's it's a cool name, you know? A viper yeah, is a, a cool name. That that's all I really go with. I, I have a friend who's on the uh, LA Wildcats. Okay. So maybe I'm going to bet on this week. Yeah, you can um, you can ask him how they're doing. Yeah, I'm going to get some so I'm going to get some inside information. Yeah. Ne- next week I'll be back. Well, they fire up the lines on the XFL. Like, they are no stranger to it. They're doing live lines, like mid-game live betting lines in, in the game. It's actually really awesome that they actually do that, you know, because every other league pretends that it, uh, betting doesn't exist on football, even though it's the most bet thing on planet Earth, um, which is a little bit insane. Um, speaking of football, there's a there's – a, there's a, I mean, it's, it's a tough time of year. I mean, you get – we get ourselves through the combine, which is fun. It gives us a little bit of hype before the draft. And, you know, I enjoy that. Um, but, I mean, we're starved a little bit for football stuff. So we're just searching for, for drama. We really are. Um, and uh, I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what the biggest thing. If you go to, like, Pro Football Talk right now, it's just, like, the, the top 50 articles are just about this. Because they're saying, I don't know who they are. I don't know how they know this information, too. But they, they do. That the two front-running teams right now for Tom Brady's services, by the way, he's still favored to stay with New England in terms of odds. When we're talking about odds don't lie, odds ain't got no drama in them. Um, he uh, He's still favored to stay with New England, but the two front-running teams are the San Francisco 49ers and the Tennessee Titans right now. What do you think about that? Uh, that's interesting, especially with the, the Jimmy G connection uh, in San Francisco. I mean – Reports have always been that you know Brady did not want um, Jimmy G there in New England. He was part of the reason he got his butt traded, and then uh, to to maybe go replace him and try to win a Super Bowl when Garoppolo couldn't get it done would be real, real interesting. Well, Tennessee obviously they just beat him. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go ahead. Let's get your reaction on uh, San Francisco. Well, there's, there's other layers to it. So it's not just the drama between the Jimmy G, the tradey McTraderson here, but it's also like. Uh, um, if you look at um, Shanahan and his tie and love for Kirk Cousins, who becomes a free agent after next season, right? If you're putting a math together, because you just think to yourself, okay, what, what is the downside to this? So the upside is that Tom Brady would love to end his career and go win a Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers. You know, probably the only thing he would have rather have done than do, done this all with New England would just be in the 49ers because he's a 49ers kid. Bringing his family to California, go retire there with close to his family. You're right. Like so many things don't make sense about him leaving. But if you're going to scrape it away and, and decide the things that might, it's like, you know, his kids are getting older and grown up. He's going to he's not going to uproot them so much. There'll be more transition. You know, his his mom and, and dad, he's very close to his family. You know, they've had some medical issues. He wants to stay close to them. Go on the East Coast, West Coast. Sorry. Um, big San Francisco guy through and through. Nothing more than to play for them. Right. All of the writings on the wall for for a a perfect little transition. And then you look at the, and then you go, well, why are they going to take him on loan for two seasons max um, with that? But then the Garoppolo thing comes into place. They can just trade Garoppolo back, bing, bang, bong. And then you look at, well, what does San Francisco look do look like long-term? And they just go, uh, you go, well, Shanahan and Kirk Cousins are just, uh, just brosifs. And, uh, and they're just going to sign Cousins as a free agent and um, package out uh, Brady and then, and then call it. And then Tom Brady goes and wins, you know, two Super Bowls with the San Francisco 49ers in that crazy defense and then retires off into the sunset. 
You got it all figured out. All it's figured out. It's terrifying. It reminds me a little bit, I guess, of the Peyton Manning situation. Maybe that gives Brady a little encouragement that he can do what Manning did, um, leaving it and going to a team with a great defense that can go win a Super Bowl, get all the accolades, and, and then all the the belief that he could do it without Bill Belichick. Because I think Bill Belichick wants Brady out. That's what I think. Because I think he wants to prove it he could do it without Tom Brady. So I, I don't – got to pull up these odds because I, I love Brady to leave New England. I think he's gone. I don't think he wants to be there. I don't think Bill Belichick wants him there. And I think it's going to be a, a, a messy divorce that they act like not is not that messy. So um, I, I'm looking for some plus odds on whoever – because I, I think he's out of there. Yeah, they're not live right now. Um, we will get those up on the site as soon as we possibly can. But um, the last I checked, the favorite was still for him to stay in New England. And, and you know, I, I, though I, I do disagree with you about um, uh, Belichick wanting him out of there because uh, Belichick, uh, they are uh, robots to him. There is no, like, want or not want. It is like you are a warm body that can go in there and complete the task that you are given to complete. So it's, it's irrelevant for him. Now, now, I bet you, if anything, he would be... Um, He'd want to keep him because it would be less um, less work, right? It would be a little bit less work to have him stay there. It's not a like or dislike thing. It is it is an efficiency. It is a capability um, um, thing, and and it would just be a bit different. So although he doesn't even care. He, I know if he gets a Garoppolo or he gets whoever goes in there, you freaking Tyrod Taylor can come to town. He doesn't care. He just says, okay, well you just do your job and make sure you do it. Everybody, Josh. Make sure he he does his job, and then then we're good. Here's the plan. So, I think from that like dramatic standpoint, I think it just doesn't really exist for that for that team. I don't think Bill Belichick looks at it that way. He looks at them as robots that he plugs into a an an, an equation, and then he just completes it, and the result equals Super Bowl. That's All right, well, let's let's have a little <coughs> fun. This. Well, let's. I want to talk about odds. What is, how does it change the odds to win the Super Bowl? Here or let, let's go. Um, AFC and NFC championships, right? Because currently the Tennessee Titans are uh, are plus fourteen hundred to win the AFC championship. Um, you know, with their Tannehillian juggernaut of a quarterback there. Tom Brady comes in. Where does he go? Where do they go from 14, 14 to one? Where do they land immediately? Oh, we're talking fourteen to one to seven to one, maybe. Like the, their odds greatly improve. You're going to see everyone and their mom is going to be betting on. Uh, the Tennessee Titans with Tom Brady. I mean, they did so much with Ryan Tannehill. Their best quarterback last year might have been Derrick Henry. He was throwing touchdowns yeah. in the uh, in the AFC playoffs. So, uh, man, I, I really – if you think there's any chance he goes to Tennessee, you got to get your bets in now because those odds are going to sh- rock it up, maybe 7-1, to 6-1 to one even. Um, I think people would love the Tennessee Titans because if you sign Tom Brady, you're not just signing Tom Brady. There's no way he goes anywhere, whether it's San Francisco, Tennessee, freaking the Las Vegas Raiders, without a commitment that they're going to kind of go all in for the one to, this one to two year period. Yeah, you know, trading future first round picks for the you know whatever the version of getting a Randy Moss this year is. Maybe they trade two first round picks for Odell Beckham, or hey, they could sign Antonio Brown. Uh, I know everyone hates Antonio Brown, but apparently Brady and him are friends. Like, whoever gets Brady is going to get multiple other pieces who want to win now. So I, I think if you think he's going to Tennessee, 
man, that, that is a fantastic bet. Yeah, 14 to 1, and I believe you're, you're right. I think it goes, I think they go to 10 to 1, but I think they solidify themselves as a top four team in terms of betting odds in the AFC. That's about as far, as high up as they go. What about uh, what about the NFC? Right now, San Francisco 49ers are at 5 to 1, tied with the New Orleans Saints as the greatest odds to come out of the NFC. Um, by the way, uh, KC is at 3 to 1 right now. Um, the the overall kind of favorite in the NFC there, uh, or the AFC. Um, what does San Francisco do if they get Brady all of a sudden? I mean, Garoppolo was a, was a golden boy. I mean, he had a sh- he didn't have a shitty Super Bowl. He had a, he had a, a, sh- a shitty second half of the Super Bowl, um, but definitely got them there. Had a pretty damn good season, you know. Got them. You know? I don't know about look. I'm a Packers fan. Do you know how many times he threw against the Packers in the NFC Championship? Oh yeah, he yeah. He, 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 he didn't do anything. I mean, the team helped. I'm just saying. He, his, if you statistically look at his season, he was a really good quarterback. You know, it wasn't like he's just he, he wasn't Tannehill in. You know, it's not like he had some flashes of brilliance. He was really consistent. He was overall pretty darn good quarterback to have in there. I mean, he's. I mean, is is he? Is he Tom Brady? Probably not. But is he that much better than Tom Brady? Because Tom Brady had a fairly pedestrian season last year. It's not like uh, the the Niners have these crazy offensive weapons flying around. It's like a good run game, but you know, in terms of receiving core, you know, the, I, I guess Kittle. I think Brady would really, really love a, a, a Kittle for a full season. But are they going to go from five to one to like three and a half or three to one? I don't even think so. I think they go from five to one to four to one if Brady goes on the Niners. Yeah, yeah you you nailed that exactly. That's that's exactly where I think they'll go to. I mean, Kittle would be. Rob Gronkowski 2.0, um, perfect fit for, for Tom Brady. He's had a tight end like that, you know, a lot of success, a lot of Super Bowl wins with with the tight end, just like him. Yeah, I think it'd be more public perception. We talked about in the politics, it's more about what are the facts, what are the real odds, and sometimes public perception gets in the way in sports betting, and that's why you can make a lot of money is seeing public perception going the other way uh, when you're betting on sports especially the NFL, because that's all about public perception. But uh, yeah, I think they go up to about four to one and I, I really wouldn't, wouldn't like them uh, at those odds. Tennessee, I, I, I think I'll take that, but San Francisco, I, I like what they got going on and um, I wouldn't be too thrilled betting on San Francisco now because one, if they don't get Brady, their odds don't go up. And two, they barely, I think it doesn't really move the needle as much as it would with a, a Tennessee or, or a different team. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly there. And that's a, uh... That's basically where we're at, uh, you know, with with what I see for for NFL futures. Um, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a weird one, but it's the 18th of March is when Brady goes uh, to free agency, and basically he's the biggest one going here. Once again, still a favorite to go back to New England, which is probably the most likely result. Um, and because here's the thing, you got to look at like reasons why he would leave. Um, you know, other than the personal ones that I uh, that I laid out earlier, um, it's not like New England didn't attempt to give the weapons to him that he needed offensively. You know what I mean? You look at it and say, well, why would he be disappointed in Matt? Well, I mean, they did do the Antonio Brown thing. It just didn't work out because Antonio Brown's a freaking nut bar. Uh, Mohamed Sadu was injured. He just had ankle surgery in the offseason. We don't know how long or, or we know that he was hurt all season. Julian Edelman, there was a half a Julian Edelman out there for the entire season. Gronk retired. You know what I mean? There's all of these factors. They they definitely put the effort in to give him the weapons and they're going to do it again going into the season. So I think if you're looking for reasons he wants to go, it's either like deeply personal and we don't really know about it or um or he doesn't or he just is like yeah this is going to be a great team. He's 
you know, he's going to go start as a as a veteran quarterback with a new like offensive coordinator. He's been with Josh McDaniels for literally ever, except for the, his quick hiatus to Denver. You know, I mean, it, it, I'm sure he might want to prove something, so see, but he doesn't care. He just wants to win Super Bowls. This guy's all he cares about. He doesn't care. He's never he, he's gotten 15 Pro Bowls. He doesn't even go to a Pro Bowl. He doesn't go play in those things. Like, think about it. Like, he does not give a rat's ass about anything other than a ring. And that's what he's going to put him himself in the best position to do. Um, San Francisco's good D. I think the Patriots' D is probably better. Probably going to be better this year, especially if they get healthy um, or healthier. You know, so so he's got a better D. Um, he probably, I would just say on the off chance that he needs some better commitment for offense, you know. And there's an A.J. Green conversation that's happening. There's also, yeah, stay healthy, Antonio Brown. There's also a healthy Julian Edelman. There's going to be a healthy Mohamed Sanu. You know what I mean? It's like you look at all of these things and he and you look at what Tom Brady's currency is. It's not money because his wife makes $500 million a year. His motivation is rings. And where's he going to go to get his best chance to win another couple of rings? Isaiah's New England. You know? He'd be crazy not to. Yeah. All right. let's, let's make a little friendly wager here. Yes. Uh, I don't know what what you want to put on the line, but I'm going to take one million take space bucks. He's gone. Okay, we'll have a one million space buck bet. I say he stays. You say he goes. Yeah. Deal. That that deal. Let's do, let's do it. <laughs> it's done. One million space bucks on the line. <laughs> Lock it in. Lock it in. I'm in. All right. Hey, any uh, any uh, big news in the NBA? Uh, um, I know we've been talking about that before. We let you go here. Let's chat a bit about uh, NBA futures. Um, has, has anything changed in the two, three weeks since All-Star break um, that you really noticed? Uh, I know that Le- uh, LeBron has decided, for whatever reason, to move the three point his personal three-point line back to 40 feet, um, which might be very, very terrifying for um, opposing teams. Um, anything big in, in that you need us to uh, be aware of as we move into the, uh, the twilight of the 2019-2020 season? Yes, I, I am kind of shocked at, at the odds for most valuable player right now. Okay, I think Giannis is the best player in the league. I think he deserves the MVP. But all he does but is LeBron, dunk. All he does is and, dunk, and he's seven feet tall. Who cares? Uh, that's what James Harden <laughs> said. But <laughs> yeah. go ahead. LeBron go ahead. is plus seven hundred for MVP right now. Yeah, and he's been on a roll. He's on national TV. They actually play Milwaukee on Friday. I don't know if you're listening to this on. A, you know, Wednesday or Thursday, or maybe they play Milwaukee today if it's a Friday. But man, if he wins that game, it's at home. It's going to be all over TV at Staples Center, emotional. He wins that game against Giannis. Plus 700 seems way, way, way too high for LeBron James, who has all the cachet, the Kobe narrative, year 17. The media loves him. Man, I, I don't know how you could bet on Giannis minus 800 to win the MVP, even if he deserves it, even if he 100% should get it. I love plus 700 for LeBron. That's just, that's just too good of an opportunity to take. Yeah. It feels like he's really turning something on here. I don't know what's going on. And it wasn't even like a reaction to all-star weekend. Cause it's sort of just been building momentum. Um, maybe people were talking about how just the Clippers are going to run away with this and it's, and, and, and they can't beat the Clippers or, or I don't know. I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't know what it is. All I know is that you're absolutely right. He is absolutely dialing this up going into the late part of the season here. And plus 700 is nuts. Like, for instance, LeBron James we're talking about here. This isn't, you know what I mean? This, 
this is the best player in the league, like when he wants to be, and every day, night in and night out. I agree with you. So there's your there's your sneaky bet. Hey, um, if you do want to bet, you've got to head to the uh, to betonline.ag. It's the website we use for all of our odds, lines, news, and information. They are our sponsor, and you can use the promo code REVIEW and get yourself some extra money in your sports betting account. You can also bet live. You can bet live on bet practically any game out there, NHL, tennis, NBA. Yeah, if you're in the middle of an NBA game, those odds are fluctuating minute by minute, second by second, in fact. And you can uh, you can go in and bet on a myriad of, of different things during live um, live sports. It's a lot of fun, and it's a lot of way to, to make some quick money. On some, uh, you got a quick hunch. You got a good gut. On behalf of Eric uh, Rosenthal, uh, we appreciate him joining us as he does every single week. This has been the aftermath episode of the Under Review Show. I'm D. Have a good week. Adios, muchachos. Yeah.